0: This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. I am so excited to be sharing my conversation with our guests today. Our guest today has grown outside of her office and stopped accepting the status quo expectations of her profession. She is an amazing woman and someone that I know that you're going to enjoy. Our guest today is Katie Reed, and she is a therapist turned coach who now supports other therapists getting a website that converts up and running as well as looking into how they too can think outside of the box and grow outside of the status quo for their profession. My conversation with Katie was powerful because we really did dive into being real and vulnerable about the road to on purpose and the road to balance. So if you are someone who owns a business or has thought about it and possibly just is busy in their everyday life and not sure if balance is possible now, I know this episode is for you. Sit back, grab some tea or coffee, whatever you want and enjoy. Hello. Welcome to the Everyday Mind Podcast. We are so happy to have you here today. I was wondering for those in the audience that don't know you, if you could tell them a little about you, the people that you love, and why you are running a
1: business. Oh, good questions. I like those intro questions. Uh, I'm Katie Reed. I have been a therapist forever. (laughs) <laughs> started off in California. We got transferred to Arizona with my husband's job. So now I'm over here in Arizona. The people that I love, I have two young sons. I have a crazy rescue dog and I have my wonderful husband. <laughs> and those are my everyday people who I deeply adore. I also really love my clients. And I know that sounds cliche, but one of the most fun things for me, like so many of us is just getting to be deeply involved in the lives of our clients. And I love it. I help therapists, generally clinicians who are looking beyond their offices, who are looking at how do I get out of this one-on-one hourly service, exhausting, draining, high burnout, all those things type of work. And so a lot of therapists realize that coaching, consulting, or building online courses are totally in their wheelhouse, Mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of getting the know-how to get the business off the ground, and they could create a life with a lot more freedom and time and flexibility and money and all those things. So that's what I get excited about helping people do. I'm kind of a digital marketing geek, so I enjoy the website part of it. I have a course for people just wanting to build a good therapist website, but then I also enjoy the outgrowth the office part, you know, people like you and I, and that's how we connected quite a while back was -hmm. that we were both like, there's more, (laughs) you know, there's more. So yeah. So that's what I do.
0: There's more. And people were telling us. Us both, we were crazy. And so I think it's easy <laughs> to connect with like the other people that are like, no, I'm not accepting this reality. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I have people that listen that are therapists as well as people that are just in other professions. So oh, cool. And I love that a journey that they are on is to recognize they can do something else, that there is no one defined path to success and that. In every path, there's turnouts, there's places to turn around. And so, if that's you in your profession, whether you're a therapist or something else, I think you're going to love this episode because when Katie talks so many different ways about just recognizing how you can make those shifts in your life and business, but also she just kind of exudes this energy that kind of inspires people like,
1: this is possible. You can do this. It's possible. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? As you were talking, it was reminding me. My husband and I, just the other day, I got an ad in my Facebook newsfeed, and it was for, they have these homes now, these like beautiful homes around the world where digital nomads can go and -hmm. they can pay to live in the house for a period of time. There's workspaces, there's bedrooms, and basically digital nomads go there and say you're like I want to go work in Thailand for two months well now you have a home with people around the world living the digital nomad life I actually know one woman who's done this a few times and I got the ad in my newsfeed. and my husband and I were just saying because we're in our 40s and we were like can you believe that this exists now like Mm -hmm. when we were in our 20s this was, there was no such thing. I mean, it's, it's like, I'm so old that I'm aging myself here. But I remember when I was in college and people were just starting to get email addresses for the first time. Uh-huh. I mean, I have the letters, the hand on paper, the handwritten letters that my friends and I wrote each other freshman year of college because nobody had email yet. Wow. <laughs> wow I sound like a dinosaur, but it's true. And so we were looking and we're like, God, the amount of possibility in the world today is... Yes stunning. And we were saying, oh, I wish this had been around back then because both of us would have so embraced that world traveler lifestyle in the pre-kids, pre-settling down into your school district type of part of life, you know? So it is, it's an exciting time.
0: It's so exciting. And I think it's interesting because I think, you know, probably for both Katie and I, one of the things that people will say to us is like, while it's not possible. And then list off a whole list of the reasons that they've decided that I will agree with them that it's not possible. And I love, love, love sitting with people. So if you're thinking those things right now, for sure, jump on a call with me because I love being like, okay, let's look at it. If you realistically can convince me this is not possible, right. I will <laughs> acknowledge that I'll it is not everything possible and, yeah. for you. For you. I mean, everybody's life situation is different, and I'm not all knowing. So I don't know what your situation is unless you get on a call with me. But I will say this, and I'm sure Katie will agree. I don't know that I have ever found anybody that it's not possible. The timeline might not be tomorrow. Right. But I haven't found anyone that that is an absolute impossibility for to make a shift that will feel. In alignment, and will feel better in their life in their business. Um,
1: you know, I actually love how you said that because I think that's so true. I think everything is possible, and it might not be tomorrow. And that's such a good point. And you know, I can say for me, I both of my children have special needs, and so if you had said to me in the baby years when I was absolutely drowning. Mm -hmm. and felt like I didn't know which end was up. Hey, why don't you go launch this business right now? I truly think that would have been impossible for me Mm -hmm. right then. Like my priorities weren't there. I wasn't getting any sleep. There was no time. Everything felt like it was on fire all the time. But once I hit a point where my kids were a couple years older, a little more stable, Mm -hmm. going to school, I still have a preschooler, but at least like one child was in regular full-time school and Mm -hmm. my life wasn't so on fire all the time. Yeah. Then doing something like this, taking a risk and branching my business off in a new direction, not only felt possible, but it was energizing and it was fun. And I think sometimes we can be at points in our life, at least I'll talk to the therapist in your listenership, where the, doing the work of therapy is very heavy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're at a point where your personal life also feels very heavy, wow, can it be draining? It can be yes. so draining. And so that's where the excitement of doing something new and branching off in a new direction can really raise your spirits when you have when your life is not on fire and when you have the time and the creative mm-hmm. energy for it.
0: Mm-hmm. So if people are sitting here today and they're listening and they're like, okay, wait, my life is on fire, but I can see <laughs> in the future, like yeah. a possibility of that not being true. Mm-hmm. if they're like, okay, but then what, or then how, like, and like, would I have to be in a place where everything was okay? Because other, otherwise I would like, I couldn't balance at all. Right. Why don't we talk a little bit about balance? Cause I know that's something I love hearing you talk about. Or lack thereof. <laughs> no, I think something I've heard you talk about is not saving balance for later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit about that and then what that looks like in your life and business. Sure, sure. And we can certainly run through my mistakes, but I think we'll be here all day. But I mean we can do that. <laughs> I think we can run through- a few the big ones. <laughs> so when I it was about a year ago that I started deciding, okay, I'm not we, you know, speaking of the life on fire, like we were still not in a place. My family and I moved to a new state, took a long time to get relicensed in a new state, get my family set up, get my kids' services in place like, long, 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 long time. My life still felt very much on fire. And once all of that kind of happened and I had my Arizona license and whatnot, my husband and I looked at each other. And I had been practicing back in California before we moved, we had kind of been running a schedule where he would work all day, and he'd get home at 530. And I'd be running out the door to see private practice clients at night. Mm -hmm. And I loved it because I loved having a little bit of work, at least that was my own and some adult time. But I also didn't like it because it was just an exhausting schedule on both of us. Mm -hmm. And so once we were in a place where I was like, I can go off open a therapy office again. He was like, please don't <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't come home at five 30 and immediately be in dad mode and immediately have to do every single thing. Like I'm tired. And so then it became what can I do that actually fits into our lives? And Mm -hmm. what can I do where I'm still the primary parent? So if the school calls and says somebody's sick, I'm available at the drop of a hat to go. And I can work at when my (laughs) youngest wakes me up at 4.30 every day, I can actually just pull out my computer and respond to some emails right then because I'm awake anyway, and I'm sitting downstairs with him. So why not? So what can I do that fits into my life? And when people are looking around and thinking, oh, it's going to be too much work and it's going to be too hard and whatnot, I always like to say to people, to make it work for you, what are your hobbies? Like if you were going to branch out beyond whatever you're doing right now, whether it's therapy or a nine to five or whatever you have, what are you doing? What are your hobbies? What do you love? What could you talk about all day? What do you Google every time you have free time? Because these are the things that will not feel like work when it comes down to it. Like, these are the things that are exciting. I could read stuff about copywriting and digital marketing and sales funnels and all that stuff all day long because i just find it fascinating there's so much psychology in it that i love that i find it fascinating and so setting off in this direction of doing something that i love that mm-hmm. i can hop on my computer at 4:30 in the morning and you know i'm awake anyway i might as well it doesn't feel like work and that piece about that you were asking about creating balance now i will say all of 2018 i mm-hmm. don't feel like i did that i feel like i started my business I had some business pretty quickly. Things were ramping up, and I got really excited about the ramp up. And I started launching different programs back to back, one after another. And I was supporting a ton of clients, and I burned out hard. Like, Mm. one of my programs ended just two or three days before Christmas. And I remember on Christmas thinking, I'm so burned out. I'm not really enjoying the holidays. Like, I am just. Tired, yeah. (laughs) I it's funny because I also noticed that with some friends and colleagues, and other people were going through it too. Like, they hit January and they were like, I am still burned out from last year. What's going on? And that was when I and I always fully believe in working with a coach like yourself to try to get these priorities in order. But this is when I had to talk to my coach, and she was like, Okay. What are your lifestyle priorities? And I got a big, giant, write-on, wipe-off wall calendar mm-hmm. that has the whole year. And mm-hmm. I, but vacations are a priority. Like going mm-hmm. my kids parts of the world, even if the part of the world is like Disneyland, <laughs> still mm-hmm. that is a priority. And so it was like, okay, write the vacations on the calendar. Yeah. Write every single school break on the calendar and now start to think about how does my work work around these priorities in my life
0: yeah building building your business after your life i think is yeah. so essential to burnout prevention yeah you know i was reading this statistic the other day again we've all heard it like 30% of businesses and and don't keep going after their first year, another 50% in the first five years. Mm-hmm. And I know that the key reason to that is burnout. It, it yeah. takes so many different workers. It's, it's like feeling like you don't know what's next. It's overwhelmed. It's like losing creativity. I mean, I literally have like a whole list just like sitting by me so I can recognize when I'm heading down that path. Because I think had someone asked you in the middle of all of that last year, because you were so in the middle of it, you may not have recognized that that's where you were hanging until you slowed down. But I love that you took the shift and just was like, I'm going to prioritize what's important and then I'm going to build a thriving business around that. And it's, it's allowed you some freedom because you never have to like choose. You know, when I think about the idea of balance, it always feels like I'm having to choose between two important things. And I hate that decision. (laughs) I hate it. I can make it, but I don't like it. And when I, Work on having an aligned business, like it sounds like you've been working on building. I don't have as many choice moments because Mm -hmm. alignment doesn't feel like, okay, I'm gonna pick work today, I'm gonna pick family tomorrow. It feels like I've set things up, not in perfection, like I still have stressed out moments, like when a note comes home from school, by the way, we have this event next week. And I'm like, right, um, (laughs) well. I can't go to that. Like, or I can, and I'm going to choose to like make the steps to change everything else. But alignment just feels more possible than balance. I don't know. Yeah. When you talk about balance or when you think about that for your own life, does it feel possible?
1: Well, it's funny. I like what you were saying. To me, so much of it, there's a style of therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy. Mm -hmm. And they really focus on me too. And they really focus on... Define your values. Mm -hmm. Define what's important to you. And that can change at different parts of your life. You might be in a part of your life where making a lot of money is important to you. That might be where you are and that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. You might be in a part of your life where you have young kids and being able to be home with them is important to you. Mm -hmm. Or you're in growth mode on a business and that's exciting and creative. So that's important to you. Mm -hmm. But decide those first and those become kind of your non-negotiables. And so you don't have to play around with, like you said, with those decisions as much. And like you and I were speaking before we hopped on and it's funny, I have a course that I've been developing and I was all gung-ho, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to get it out, and it'll run through the summer. And then I had to step back and be like, you know what? If I'm supporting an entire giant course through the summer, I am going to be so distracted with my kids. Like, I am going to be so annoyed every time they want me to take them to the pool, (laughs) you know, because I'll feel like, oh, I should be working, I should be working. And I don't want to give myself that energy. So I had to step back this summer and say, okay, realistically, how many clients do I want to be supporting during the summer? What's my limit? How many meetings a week am I willing to do? And yeah. let's push the course off until August. They'll be in school. I'll have the time again, you know. Yeah. Hey, it's not, life is not this race. That's one of my biggest reminders for myself. I have, I'll show it to you. I know your people can't see it. I have a little turtle. (laughs) I love that. A tiny little ceramic turtle. And I have it on my desk. I don't know where, I got it years ago. But I keep it on my desk to remind myself, it's not a race. Like Mm -hmm. you are building what you're building slowly and surely. You really don't want to have a heart attack in the process. (laughs) No. You know? (laughs) You don't have a heart attack. You don't want to, I
0: mean, I can't say this enough. There is a way to destroy the relationships you have. I wrote a blog, oh gosh, six, eight months ago about like entrepreneurial sex lives. It, because there's a statistic that says that for most entrepreneurs, their sex lives get worse as opposed to better. And the reason for that is because they've chosen to put all of their energy and into the business, and then they don't feel like they know how to connect with their partner in a passionate way anymore. Mm -hmm. They're scared to. They're scared to be open with their new entrepreneurial energy. And so it ends up making, like I think only 1% of entrepreneurs said that when they started businesses, their sex lives got better.
1: Oh, that's sad. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, that was so sad. And so like that's that whole like slowing down, recognizing, right. I'm going to, like give give myself, and we change when we become business owners, mm-hmm. especially business owners that are doing something when, that they love. My husband will always say, like when he is in a space where he's pointing out, maybe I'm a little off balance, um, and he does it most of the time in a fairly loving manner, but mm-hmm. he'll say. I know this is happening because you love this and you are so passionately excited about that. Yeah. You've gotten to the point you're forgetting to communicate to us that you were also
1: p- passionate and excited about us. And that's always that's awesome that he's that like in tune and can express it that way. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So it's like, Oh, you, you don't want me not to be passionate about this thing. Right. You just want to feel like I have that level of energy. Oh, I can do that. Because I I do. Like when I slow down, I'm like, I do feel that way. I do think that way. Oh, I just have to realign, you know? Right. And I think that, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, if you have a business coach or a life coach, and I had this experience where they are telling you, like, you need to, like, just tell your family you're not going to be around. You need to, just, you need to, like, burn the candle at both ends. You need to, well, anytime you have a coach that tells you you need to do anything, run away. Right. Um, but like, I think if you start to get that voice in you, you're going to burn out and your business inevitably will stall if it doesn't die. Yep. It sounds no, horrible, so but
1: it's no, it's absolutely true. And I since I work with people who are usually running one business, like a uh-huh. therapy practice, and then trying to launch something on top of it, yes. they do get stressed out. They do get tired in the beginning because it seems like the work mountain uh-huh. is huge. And this is just a mountain that you haven't climbed before yes. of trying to do this new thing and trying uh-huh. to do two things maybe at the same time. And so I totally get it. And this is why I try to help people strategize so that yes, it might seem like a lot of work now when you are getting a new LLC and Mm -hmm. writing a new website and doing all the nitty gritty of Mm -hmm. getting a business off the ground. But the whole strategy behind it is, can you scale yourself so that you're moving towards more money for Mm -hmm. less time? Yes, meaning maybe you're serving groups of people like an online course or a, a group program that you're going to run. Maybe you're going to do something else that is passionate and exciting to you that you're able to charge more for than you currently charge for those therapy sessions you're providing yep. hour by hour yep. so that you know what you're building towards. And that can keep your energy and motivation up during the this kind of slog of the yeah. early days. And there is slog. There there is. It's it's not going to be like rainbows and butterflies the whole way through getting a business off the ground.
0: Nope. And if you have a coach that's telling you that, run away. Right. Um, Right. Because there are, there are people that will try to sell you rainbows and butterflies in places where the sun don't shine.
1: Right. Well, and I'm a big believer in mindset work Mm -hmm. and having some sort of daily mindset practice, which... I go up and down just like everybody else on how religious I am about practicing it. Inevitably, though, I think our thought work makes a major difference in our ultimate success. And I don't want the thought work to be just fluff. I don't want it to be like, if you're not happy every day, then you did your mindset work wrong today. Like, there's (laughs) just life. Like, there's just life, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's get real. Yeah. And so we have to look at the reality of that too. Like life is going to happen. Circumstances are going to happen that send us spiraling into negative thoughts for whatever reason. Yeah. Certainly having a daily practice where maybe that night or the next morning you're sitting down with your journal and trying yep. to get your mindset back on track never hurt anybody. Nope. Also giving yourself the space to be human never hurt anybody either. <laughs>
0: exactly. Something I love and I actually just had this experience yesterday with my coach, once again, coach should have coaches is that, you know, I have a circumstance and she was kind of taking me through that self-coaching model that Brooke Castilla used in the life coach school. And she was, we were just working through, this is the circumstance and it's like a circ circumstance sandwich. Like you're never going to change the circumstance, but you can shift the beliefs and the thoughts and the actions that you're taking. So like, how are you going to like, where are you now? And then what are you going to shift? And honestly, it's so funny. We walked through this and I was like, okay, yeah, I get this. Like Uh it was like doing this mindset work in the moment. And it wasn't a magic kind of formula, but the thing shifted. The circumstance actually did shift. Because of the work that I did and the work I did with my coach. So, the power of coaching is real, y'all. I right, can't, like, right, right, right. In my life. Okay, we could talk all day, every <laughs> day, but to respect people's time, I was wondering if what people are listening and maybe they're therapists, where can they come hang out with you more and learn about all the awesome things you have going on right now?
1: Sure. So, my website is just my name, which is katyreed.com k-a-t-i-e-r-e-a-d like read a book um and you can definitely find me there i've got a bunch of free materials on there, a free website course you can take, various things. And then I also have a big free Facebook group called the Therapreneurs. So if you're on Facebook, look us up. We're a pretty active group and it mostly is clinicians who are looking outside the box and some are just thinking about it and some are have really active careers already as speakers, consultants, coaches. So there's a lot of cool people in there to learn from. And then soon I will be running a flagship course for me, which is my clinician to coach program, which Mm -hmm. is going to take people who are at that clinician stage right now. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking about coaching, consulting or online courses. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) What do I do? Mm -hmm. It's going to take you through with an intimate group of people, step by step, by step so that your license is protected and you're actually building a business like we've talked about that's coming from your values, that you have clear strategy behind how you're building it and that you really, really, really are getting your marketing in place so that you can grow in the way you want to grow, not too fast, not too slow, and you can kind of get it just right for you and for your life. And I'm super excited about that. So that'll be really fun. That is coming up. We're recording this a bit early, but it's planned for August right now.
0: Yes, which should be right around when this is going live.
1: Okay, awesome.
0: So also, guys, if you, as you've been listening today, are like, wow, okay, balance and alignment is something I'm looking for and craving, and I want to have more conversations about that, definitely head on over to the... On Purpose Life and Business Facebook community where we will be talking about that and more. Thank you so much, Katie, for being here today. You have provided so much value to everyone and I'm sure everybody is just loving you now like (laughs) I do. (laughs) Have a good day, y'all, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye, everybody. Thanks again.
0: Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot, of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving the everyday mind podcast. Tag me, Natalie V Roberts and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build the life and business. They've always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged And the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you all soon.